0: So way back in 2007, I was on a road trip from New Orleans to North Carolina to my beloved Canoga Conference Center. And I had stopped in Birmingham to see some friends, and I even stopped to do a little shopping, and I picked up a set of pigs, little tiny pink pigs. And the package that they came in said party pigs. And there is five of them in that little package of pigs. And I said, well, hey, who doesn't need a package of party pigs? And so I purchased them, and they were in my car and went to North Carolina with me. Well, I was there for a Christian formation conference, and we had a Bible study every single day. And the theme for the conference was making disciples. And how do we do that? Well, we make disciples by baptism, right? And by telling the gospel and sharing with one another what God has done in our life. And so this reading from the Gospel of Luke was one of the readings that we studied during our time together in Bible study. And so when I knew that this was coming up, because we had the outline of the week, I said, ah, a story about pigs in the Bible. And so I brought them to Bible study. And when the priest who was teaching a good friend of mine said, oh, the, the demons had entered into the swine and then they ran off and they ran off the cliff and went into the lake and drowned. And so I then threw the pigs up towards him and he was surprised and everybody laughed. And so at that point, there was a bowl, it's very similar to this up front, and we put the pigs on the edge of the bowl. Now that bowl had more of a rim. And so we put the pigs on the rim, and each day the pigs would be in a different configuration. And by the time the week was over, one of the pigs had disappeared. Somebody needed a pig more than I did, so. And so that's the pigs. Well, it's kind of funny that that all transpired and all these many years later, I still have them. And the story of making disciples still is relevant in our time. And so we get to our gospel reading today and it's this healing of a possessed man. And what is intriguing about it is that we didn't, we don't know his name. We never find out his name. And yet he is in all of the Gospels except for John. The story is not in John. It's in Matthew, Mark and Luke. And we just know that he was healed. But there is one name that is associated with him and that is Legion. The demons say, my name is Legion when Jesus asks. And so, well, in a Roman army, a Legion was 6,000 strong. So were there 6,000 demons in this one man? Who knows? But he had been tortured and put to the side and forgotten and was just beat up by his community, his life, these demons. He was a shell of who he was. But all that changed in an instant when Jesus healed him and the demons were gone and he was dressed and of right mind And it was a miracle. And so he wanted to sit at Jesus' feet and wanted to stay with Jesus as a disciple. But Jesus knew he had a better calling, knew that he had something greater to tell his story to the people around him, to people near and far, how God had worked in his life. That's what making disciples is about. And in our baptism, we are made as disciples because that water is poured on our head and we are sealed and marked as Christ's own forever. And we are given the opportunity to share our baptismal life with one another and those who are strangers near and far. And so I think about that identity and I think about my own identity and about coming to St. Michael and spending these last seven years with you. My friends, I came here as priest and along the way I became fiance and wife and mama. And I will leave this weekend really as friend because I love you all so much. And this is of great sadness to me to leave, but as We all know God's got it and all is good when God is in charge. And so I think about how much things have changed and then how much, how little stuff has changed in this time. But to know that we are grounded in God's love and we are changed because we were together, because we prayed and we broke bread and we shared laughter and tears healing and cures, peace and love. As part of that Bible study, and in that bowl there was water, but then there were also little glass beads. And part about making disciples is that the water is blessed and sanctified in the name of the Holy Spirit, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that these beads were a symbol for us to remember our baptism, to take with us and to always remember when life throws us a curveball, or perhaps we are like legion, and we don't know who we are on any particular day, or if we've forgotten that we are God's beloved. That we have this little rock, this little stone, this little bead with us to remember whose we are, and that we are loved, and that nothing can change the water and the oil that has been placed upon our heads. Nothing can change the bread and the wine that comes into our body and makes us as Christ's own here. And so I offer to you, as you come up for communion, and if your hands get wet and your bread gets wet, it's okay. But to take a a bead with you, to remember who you are and whose you are, to remember that on days that are bad and days that are good, that God's got this, that God always is with us, caring for us and sharing this life with us. God sees us as the creation God made, wonderful and perfect, holy and loving, and in this time. And so you remember your baptism, remember those words, remember that moment, remember who you are and whose you are, for you are beloved and for you are of God never forget. Thank you. Amen.